Hey guys, this is Ryan here with Cognifit. Just want to get a quick medical disclaimer out for you. The use of this information in this podcast or on materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. That being said, we hope you enjoy the show. Or bright pilled. Bright pilled, uh, you know, with the red pill, the blue pill, yeah. bright pilled. The bright pill. You know, so if you wanted to steal something like that, <laughs> you can pill. coin it. Um, I mean, we could we could collaborate. Yeah. What about what do you think about the Paul? Uh, the have you you've done any research on stamen stack? Yeah, stamen stack is really cool. The niacin in that is really dope. I like that. I actually recently got some niacin. So it's uncomfortable when you take a lot of it. I have non-flushing niacin. If you want to give that a shot, no, it, the flushing one's where it's at. Really? Gotta, I thought I thought it. there was no difference there is because the flushing one is putting all it's a uh, well it's uncomfortable as fuck <laughs> well i thought that isn't that the uh is i thought the mechanism of like the flushing is from the uh overpowerfulness or something like that is there a difference between it because it's the same ingredient it's the same ingredient but the way that it affects your system like when you're flush your capillaries you clean your body well, I guess the, the way that it was told, like I was assuming is the flushing is like overloading mm -hmm. and it, you can get the same, like it still gives you the same effect just without the overload. Like it's still doing the same thing. It's just not overloading your system to the point where you feel uncomfortable. And so I'm wondering if that uncomfortableness, like I'm, I'm all for like being uncomfortable, but if I don't need to feel all red, I don't want to. So you feel like that's a it's a no, it's a must. I think so. I mean, I like enemas. You know what I mean? I do enemas. <laughs> I'm like that the discomfort of that moment. Like, cause when you're doing an enema, there's this there's this point where you're like, ah, fuck. When did okay, that good to know. So, so when that point comes, it's not okay. to back out. It will pass. Just slow down. <laughs> that's all it is. Slow down. But easy. The, the Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. So niacin, the flushing. So the the flushing to me, it brings me that physical, uh, palpable sensation that tells me I've taken something. And then immediately behind that, I get the hand of God. I get the the feeling, the the, the glow up of the mushies. I get the potentially some quicker visuals. The lines are a lot more loose, a lot quicker. So... To me, I really enjoy the benefit that comes from the discomfort because the lack of discomfort you feel afterwards brings you an immense amount more comfort because of the contrast. So I'm okay. contrast therapy is a really cool thing. It works for, you know, hot and cold. It works ice very well. And, yeah. And sauna. And I'm like, what about internally with experiences? I like that. So when you take, uh, so the Paul Stamet stack is the niacin, lion's mane, and psilocybin, right? Mm -hmm. And that helps with neuropathy, helps with regeneration of the of uh, or flushing and bringing that psilocybin into the nervous system, mm -hmm. right? So, what would be Sam the fun guy stack if you could have one? This so is the that's that's the one and uh, a regiment of mineralization organs especially gallbladder liver and kidneys mm, we I got like some that. of those so we we can have some uh you you know how to cook that stuff i'm guessing right or do you eat it raw i no, i do it raw yeah okay I that's what it. i was expecting I, I freeze it and then i take it as a frozen like like i've 
it's like a frozen chunk of meat that I just swallow like a capsule sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm like, the taste of liver can really just get me sometimes. And I'm like, man, I really don't want to taste all that right now. And it's, it tastes like pennies. Yeah. I love, I hate it. Yeah. I was going to say I love it, but I love to hate it. <laughs> You're like, I can't even joke. Yeah. I, I, I hate it's it. terrible. Yeah. So, but you were saying that you mix this stuff with your organs. I eat my organs and make sure that I'm highly mineralized before I take any sort of my stack, any sort of mushrooms or well, go into any journey like that. Why, why do you choose to do that? The, well, you mentioned that mushrooms give you like the wave up, like mm -hmm. they, they get better as you come down from them. That's not always the case. And I found it to be when I am most stressed and pushed in my body, my cortisol levels are high, my my care for myself is low and I'm using, I'm like taking a mushroom trying to feel better, you know, in one of those situations where it's like, well, did you do the work to help yourself feel better first before you reach to this mushroom to help you feel better? Why are you reaching the mushroom to help you do the work? Like, why are you giving them all the work? Yeah. You need to do the work. Otherwise in the end, after they've given you what you're looking for, they're not, you didn't ask to feel that way continuously. And even if you did, you didn't put in the work beforehand to help that be your reality. So putting in the minerals beforehand allows your body to come down in a way that doesn't deplete you because it is a toxin and it is stressing out your system and it's stressing out your organs. You're pushing your body into a space of eustress. So prepare for it like you would prepare for a workout you know you're not going to go work out when you just ate a salty meal you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna drink a bunch of water yeah so you're hydrated and have electrolytes so you get a good workout in otherwise you just waste your time trying to do stuff in the gym and you're all like ineffective feel like or, shit yeah and you feel terrible so it's like when you support yourself in that first bit you get a lot more later on so you're investing in in now so that way you have a lot that's interesting i'm gonna try that because i have uh i have uh organ capsules that i take nice. um from paul uh paul saladino oh okay and um i'll give you some of those if you want to try that nice. uh they i they're much better than the taste of organs <laughs> but i'm i'm gonna steal your idea of chopping up the organs and doing that do you have like a, an amount that you take because i know that with the liver there is a like hypertoxicity that you can get so with the gallbladder kidney i'm not sure yeah but the the message that i was told and it made sense is that when you get a bovine you're like that if that bovine is supposed to last me six months the gallbladder liver and kidney is supposed to also last me six months yeah and so that was the curious thing is to what do you what do you usually how much do you usually ingest usually it's like no more than like three grams at a time. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty low dose with the, with that. Cause of that hypertox and the, the, I don't like burping it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fish oil, right? It, yeah. You burp it and you're like, Oh, and like you eat a good meal and you're like, I'm going to burp some, Oh, what is oh the liver I said earlier, man. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't beat any fish oil. That's for sure. It does. It does. Do you taste uh, It's like burp pennies. Okay. Gross. No one likes pennies in their mouth. Yeah. I guess, well, so big thing, I guess, is uh, we were talking about earlier is that end of life thing. I really wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Last thing is um, uh, two-parter with that is um, how do you think it helps with end of life? But the other thing was Paul Stamet was saying in this last 
the uh, SJW. No, not SJW. That's something completely different. South by Southwest. Mm. He was talking about how he refuses to do certain experiences with certain people because he's going to have an experience with someone and he's not going to be able to be there for the work afterwards. Yeah. So I would like to go into like what if you if you believe in that same type of thing, what kind of work do you have to do to actually make that use of that um, that journey? And then how do you think that doing the end of life journey before you're in that end of life stage can help like further our development? Because it does bring us into a positive mood set. It does make the glass half full. Even when you want the glass to be half empty, it's almost like it's like suck it up, buttercup. The glass is still half full no matter how much you try. Yeah. And the more it seems like you get down this road, the more likely it is for someone to be like, try and pull you into that. And you're like, fuck you. I don't want to go down that road no more. Mm. So, yeah. So, like I was saying, like, how how do you think that what work do you have to do in that end of or sorry, what work do you have to do after the journey to make use of that? And how do you think the end of life journey can benefit us sooner? Well, work for end of life is it's never ending. <laughs> yeah. And while you're living, it's never ending. Uh because you know you're always going to be around death, whether you're killing insects or driving a car or sitting with your peoples or just not knowing that your peoples are dying. Uh, there's well, no, sorry, uh, maybe, maybe I think I might have confused that. He was okay. saying that the the journey of just going on a on a trip, oh, okay. like the actual mushroom trip, he doesn't like to do it with people that won't have someone else to do it with them because if he leaves this person now has this experience that he can share with them but they can't share it with their significant other and that person isn't going to have anybody to do the continued work with mm. and so that's why i was curious is like how what work is he talking about mm. is if you could touch on that what's the integration aspect of it you know the what did this experience bring me how did it illuminate me where did it change me and and how am i allowing it to change me because you can get into a space where you can and again the stories can loop and you can be without help and without someone being there that's you know a confidant or someone you deeply trust in trust with that you can say yo i'm having these thoughts and they can be like that's bullshit that's mm. not you that's just okay. temporary stories don't give it space and that person you don't have that and you have those stories play you can end up in a space where you're worse off where you feel worse and a lot of these studies that have been done on psilocybin and microdosing they're done on healthy people without a tremendous amount of trauma there are a lot of really okay have a tremendous amount of trauma like they're relatively healthy people they're not people who are manic depressive they're not people who are suicidal they're not people who are currently processing suicidal ideation so i'll just show you some studies because they they are now they're going they're into me. it very like if you talk to uh like i'm surprised the va is not getting into it but like the majority of the psilocybin research is heavily investing into suicide populations good because Finally, yeah that's dude right time, there bro. fuck yeah whatever yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. miscommunication on that part but the <laughs> 
the no that i i love the fact that they are going so heavily into that population because the veteran suicide rate is so ridiculously high and that is the the psilocybin community like harvard yale stanford they are attacking that community mm. just with a grain of salt with the psilocybin mm. and ketamine and lsd all and the types DMA. everything dude yeah. and i've i want to experience it all i am in the I would consider myself a veteran, even though I didn't spend that much time in the military, but I want to get my hands on all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, if you know any, any type of therapy like this, I want to, I want to try the hero dose at some point. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. The last thing was the end of life. How, like, how do you think, uh, could you experience the end of life that people actually do on psilocybin without being at the end of life? Or do you think that that, is one of those things that this little friend of ours is holding at till the very end and it won't show its cards until you're ready. Well, there is a substance that exists that does that you can take that will mimic your death and like show you what death is like. Like it's DMT, right? Yeah. Or ayahuasca. Five MEO DMT. Yeah. And it's not ayahuasca. Ayahuasca kind of does it, but I is slower Mm. when you are really fast in your ingestion of it. Like I've only done NM DMT. And in NMDMT, I had crazy experiences where I was taken to an underworld of sorts and Anubis was in front of me and I I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. And Anubis was like, I know I've come to get you. Like, let's go. But there was no words exchange. It was just like this, like this moment of a very sharp dog that came in front of me and looked at me and started walking away from me. And I was like, don't leave me here. And I like started following it. And then I was like, back in my body that's crazy oh shit i did not like that i was not supposed to be there but i went there through this through this consumption i bet that experience changes you too it it really does and mushrooms are so much nicer when they bring you to that place you know they're not like it's not a 15 minute dropped you in the place now you're out of it good fucking luck yeah (laughs) you didn't remember any of it it's like a fucking cold drop you're just sitting there going like say hey Come back, come back. Yeah. Don't leave me. <laughs> yeah. And the the mushrooms are like they sit with you and they help you process that that feeling that comes, the fear that comes with that. That like, oh man, I'm just a soul in a body that's all fragile. <gasps> and that's it's okay. Cool. Yeah. It's all right, man. That's all, it's okay because you know what? I'm mycelium. We're all mycelium. We're all connected. We're all gonna go back to mama eventually. We're just borrowing all this stuff yeah and then it's like okay and then you have peace with the borrowing and then when you are at peace with borrowing these things that are you you become a boon you're just the bonus you know you're you're the 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 conglomeration of all the goodness around you brought into physical form just borrowing time borrowing space borrowing water borrowing clay yeah yeah and all of our minerals will eventually go back to the earth. And we just got to treat our soul and our body right to make sure it's good for Mother Earth, right? Yeah, treat our soul like our soil. Man, that's awesome. Well, it's so awesome. I'm so glad we got to talk to you. Do you have any lasting words that you would like to? If there was a few senses or a few words that you could make sure that every single person on earth heard mm. and what they could take away from a conversation with you, what would you think it would be? Fungi are the foundation of life on earth. Treat yeah. your soil like your soul and we'll live forever. I like it. If you need anything, just reach out, reach up, reach down, and reach in. 
you already know. I love you. All right. Well, we'll close it out. And that wraps up another thought-provoking episode of Cognifit, where we unlock the secrets of cognitive skills. Stay tuned for more episodes where we dive deeper into the individual skills we talked about today. We hope that you've enjoyed this journey into the depths of the mind. Before we go, we want to extend a special thanks to all of our bright-pilled Cognifitters out there. Remember, keep exercising those synapses, challenging your thinking, and embracing the power of your incredible brain. Together, we can continue to push the boundaries of human potential. Join us next time as we delve even deeper into the realm of cognitive skills. Until then, stay sharp, stay curious, and stay Cognifit.